I'm Guy Michaels, voiceover artist and director of the training platform, VoiceOver Kickstart. In this, our seventh episode, I'm chatting with Stelios from Accusonus, who creates some fantastic and very user-friendly tools that can really speed up your voiceover recording process. If you struggle with noise issues in your recordings, you'll definitely want to head to accusonus.com to check out their groundbreaking era bundle. For more golden advice and resources, head to voiceoverkickstart.com. Hi, Stelios. Thanks for coming on uh, with us today. Could you tell us a little bit about Akisanus and you know what the company does for those who are uninitiated to the company? Sure thing, Guy. Thanks for uh, having me over. I'm really happy to be here. So um, Akisanus is an audio technology company uh, based in Greece. And... Um, we can say that our mission is to democratize content creation. Now by this term, uh, by the term democratize, uh, we want to provide human-friendly uh, audio software uh, that can help all kinds of content creators out there. It could be podcasters, videographers, YouTubers, basically anyone that has to do something with audio. Uh, so yeah, provide um, human-friendly software so they can tackle any audio-related problem efficiently and literally in seconds. So, yeah, that would be it in just a few words. And you've uh, you've recently expanded your line of products, haven't you? Sure thing. Uh, we just released uh, the Era Bundle version 5 um, this uh, last September. Uh, this is the biggest update yet, and uh, we're pretty happy about it because, uh, you know, it's, it's always, the challenge is always to not only create really sophisticated technology and like complicated algorithms and stuff like that. Uh, the big challenge the challenge here is to integrate it and translate it actually into elegant and intuitive um, um, tools so we can help all users stay in the flow and get the job done fast and reliably without uh, having to hustle with all these technical terms and uh, mysterious parameters. Yeah, well, I mean, there's certainly a lot of very well-established noise removal tools out there. There are things that have been around for ages, the go-tos for for lots of people who work in this kind of production. But you know, unless you are a studio engineer or unless you are prepared to climb the very steep learning curve, in many cases, that, that existing software is very confusing, as you say, with so many different parameters. So what is it that makes... I know what it is. What is it that makes your software stand out? Yeah, um, in simple words, I would say that sometimes there's no point having great technology out there uh, if uh, just a small part of uh, audience uh, will end up using it. So to our uh, point of view, it makes uh, much more sense to create products that can be used uh, by anyone out there. You don't have to be an audio engineer or an audio expert. Uh, all you need is just stay focused on the creative side of what you're doing, your project, your podcast, your YouTube channel, anything uh, that might be. Uh, and of course, uh, be able to use all these tools with just dialing uh, a big uh, fat knob and nothing and nothing else. That was one of the things which I f- uh, first came across, which was the the, the single knob uh, noise removal tool. And I, you know, I was massively impressed and I've worked with lots of people on a one-to-one basis in, in which we've, you know, we've implemented uh, that as a tool in their very simple home studio setup. And for most voiceovers, uh, the, the setup is is actually quite simple. Uh, and in, in most cases, they're working in 
shall we say, highly flawed environments, uh, the duvet over the head, etc. And um, they're dealing with many, many problems, uh, which are stumbling blocks to the success of their career overall. You know, if they can't nail their high quality home studio recording sound, that is limiting the work that they can actually get, especially in terms of being booked for higher end or you know higher budget work, um, and actually uh, coming across as a as a voice that can be trusted to deliver uh, time and time again without having the noise of a car going past, traffic in the background, etc. So voiceovers suffer with many many problems, you know, and, and amongst those are um, your background noises such as traffic, the refrigerator the dog barking, uh, the, the general kind of room tone, et cetera, et cetera, air conditioning units, mouth clicks, pops, you know, plosive sounds, you know, we could go on. And, and most voiceovers, again, you know, I'm generalizing here, most voiceovers that I have worked with over the last 20 years um, suffer with either some or all of these problems. And that slows down uh, their production process and inevitably affects their bottom line because they're having to spend so much time in the cleanup stage of audio. Now, of course, we've got to get it right at source first, but tools like yours are there to help them uh, if they don't get it right at source in order to just to just kind of refine as well in some cases. So in in your opinion, what, you know, what kind of solutions um, could voiceovers be using prior to attempting fixes in software? If we're thinking about yeah, the environment, technique, and existing solutions, maybe even in their software. Mm -hmm. Great question. Thanks for asking. Uh, yeah, so as you said, of course, the best option here is to have everything recorded uh, correctly at source, but this can be really challenging and um, it could cost quite a while <laughs> uh, on top of that. Uh, but um, fortunately, there are some solutions. So, for example, uh, I would say that, uh, um, first of all, do some treatments uh, inside the, your recording environment, even just hanging some blankets around the walls and cut off these um, short reflections might help a lot uh, in the actual recording. And um, yeah, if you are recording, um, for example, turn off any fans that might be on the background. Okay, you may, <laughs> you may, um, uh, yeah. So, for example, turn out um, any any fans in the background. Another um, important aspect is uh, to have um, proper mic technique. So, for example, you uh, have a, a microphone uh, on your desk. You should talk directly into the microphone and avoid uh, moving around this. So yeah, I would start from uh, treating a bit the recording environment, therefore improving uh, the mic technique. Uh, it will help, help a lot having um, a decent piece of, of, of equipment. Doesn't necessarily uh, B2B and expensive uh, stuff. Um, so what about, what about in software? Um, you know, the most, uh, Doors, digital audio workstations, most audio editors have things built in, which you, you could apply. So what would be your kind of go-tos in software first with regards to kind of dealing with 
background noise, rumble, etc. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first of all, um, I would say that the first thing that I was I would use in such a case is um, a high pass a high pass filter. So, for example, if I if my recording has a lot of rumbled noise and um, something in the lower um, frequency in the low frequency area, uh, just applying a high pass filter at around I don't know eighty or even one hundred or even more, depending on the voice and uh, the context in there, I would get rid of uh, all that uh, rumble and um, um, maybe even hum. So yeah, a high pass filter could do the trick. You can find them a uh, high pass filter in almost any uh, host out there. Um, after that, if uh, my recording was suffering, uh, let's say from plosives and you know all this excess air coming into um, the microphone, if I don't use a pop filter, for example, uh, the high pass filter could do um, quite a good work. But if I want to be more accurate, I could use, for example, um, a compressor and set it, uh, a multiband compressor, for example, and set it uh, to process only uh, the low frequency uh, region. But again, this this would require uh, a bit of, um, you know, tweaking um, with all the parameters a compressor has to offer, like threshold and ratio um, and stuff like that. And um, on top of that, if, um, if my record, if my recording suffers from, let's say, sibilance, uh, there are plenty of deessers uh, built in inside the hosts. Uh, so yeah, there are there are a couple of things you can do um, with native solution uh, within your host. Yeah, and, and I would generally advise people to also apply a low pass filter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, eighteen k and eighteen k and above. Yeah, your you, your voice is is not up there. Uh, there's this kind of um, idea that, that you're recording on a, on a vocal microphone. This is just my opinion, but I would say that there's really no such thing as a vocal microphone. Microphones are microphones designed to pick up instruments, your voice being one of them, 20 to 20,000 hertz. I would advise setting up a, a low-pass filter as well, 18K above. But again, just experiment with, with it like you would with the, um, with the high-pass filter as well. Um, so there's some stuff that you can do in software. And if you have, if you've treated the environment, if you're working in a space where you've padded it out and you've gone, as I would always say, go domestic first in fill your room up with all the things which you've already got in the home. Don't go out and don't be seduced by going out and spending loads of money on expensive foams and baffles and things like that. Do what you can in the home first, apply everything in an incremental way. So exactly. don't do it all at once. Just try something, do a little test recording. Not quite right. Try it, do another test recording. Get someone else with a, with a more um, developed ear to, to listen to your recordings uh, to help you with that. And that's, that, that can, uh, can really move you on a lot quicker in terms of your recording quality. And then inevitably, we're still going to be facing problems. Most voiceovers are not at the point where they've got a, a, a booth. Uh, yeah, they are recording in their, their cupboard under the stairs or some sort of temporary environment. So they're probably still going to be dealing with noise. We all still deal with noise, even if you've got a booth, but you've, um, you're more likely to, and also the reverberation as well. So um, we've got some recordings. Uh, so a couple of recordings, which I sent to you, uh, which you then very kindly uh, applied some processing to. And I sent you, we, talk, we talked about it beforehand. I sent you two um, flawed recordings. One, which we classed as we're going to take it from 
rubbish to good. And then we took another one, which was kind of pretty good to pro. And so let's have a listen, first of all, to the first very flawed recording. The Future of Jobs report maps the jobs and skills of the future, tracking the pace of change. It aims to shed light on the pandemic-related disruptions in 2020. Okay, so there's, there's definitely problems with that recording. It was recorded in a bathroom, so we can hear that uh, the, the, the quality of that space. We can hear the, the voice bouncing around that space. You could tell that it's a bathroom. Uh, the back, there's background noise as well and hiss, which if then in software you started to apply compression, you would then just end up boosting that noise. So we've got to try and treat that somehow. Um, and also plosive sounds as well. So big booms from those plosive sounds on the mic as well. So what would be your approach, Stelios, to, to processing this using your software? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, yeah, first of all, I would go for the plosives um, uh, because this would help. Uh, yeah, as, as you said, we can hear that there's uh, a lot of background noise as well, uh, especially short sort of hiss noise, something in the higher frequency area. So I would uh, apply plosive remover first to get rid of all these plosives. So um, I can therefore have a much more stable background noise and you know avoid all these bursts of energy uh, in the lower frequencies. So therefore noise remover could be more confident about what to remove uh, and what not. So yeah, my first step would be to um, add some plosive remover and get rid of all these uh, uh, excessive P's uh, inside the microphone. The Future of Jobs report maps the jobs and skills of the future, tracking the pace of change. It aims to shed light on the pandemic-related disruptions in 2020. Okay, so you said that the next stage would be to use the noise remover. Yep, correct. So yeah, as I said before, I could tell that there is um, the, the problem lies in the higher frequencies, so I would use noise remover. And um, if you don't know already, um, right below the main processing knob, there are some um, processing knobs, some processing modes. Uh, so I would select the high frequency uh, processing mode, so I could you know go harder with the processing knob and eliminate all this. Um, background noise in the higher frequency region while preserving um, the rest frequencies as natural as possible. So th this would um, provide the best result for this case. And there lies the problem with lots of noise removal software. So for example, noise removal, which is built into some software, some uh, recording software, which is just not intelligent enough to differentiate between voice and the background noise. Whereas your tool, and we're gonna hear the example now, can very intelligently, I'm not going to try and understand how it does it, it tells the difference between the noise, uh, which in this case, in the bathroom, we had uh, a couple of fans on in the background, purposefully creating that background noise. So let's have a listen to it with the noise removal. Yep. The Future of Jobs report maps the jobs and skills of the future, tracking the pace of change. It aims to shed light on the pandemic-related disruptions in 2020. So what would you now do to deal with the reverb in the space, which is which is still there in the recording? Yep, it's there. 
Um, luckily enough, uh, there is another tool, the reverb remover. So yeah, I would just apply that tool and um, I would I would go all the way up with the processing knob just to just to feel um, what this tool is capable of. And therefore I would uh, gradually roll off some processing uh, until the point that I can hear the voice intelligible enough. Uh, but uh, with all the, with all the uh, re reverb um, removed. So yeah, um, again, there are some, um, there are the frequency modes below the main processing knob. Um, so for this case, I would select the low frequency uh, mode because you know the since we're talking about a bathroom, it means that it may be um, pretty much a cube, a reflecting cube actually. So you get all this uh, build up at the lower frequency. Uh, so um, selecting the low frequency mode would help um, reverb, reverb remover focus on where the problem lies while leaving the rest of the signal uh, as natural as possible. And what happens if you go, just before we listen to it, what happens if you go too far with the processing? Yeah, great question. Um, this happens with uh, all the uh, ERA plugins, and uh, this is on purpose. You can go, um, if you go over up to um, 100%, you start, of course, the problem is completely, completely solved. For example, in our case, the reverberation is gone. But because, uh, for example, the reverberation is a really complex uh, process, it starts removing parts of the voice as well. So you need to be careful with that. Just don't go all, all the way up and leave it there. Just uh, go all the way up and start rolling off some processing until you hear um, the, rever the reverberation gone and the voice um, and, the, and the voice still uh, be there. Yeah. So, I mean, my advice on, on, on any processing for anyone out there who's, who's working through their kind of uh, processing chain for voiceover is that uh, it should be transparent. If we can hear the processing taking place, it's failed. Let's have a listen to the recording, the very flawed recording with the reverb remover applied. The Future of Jobs report maps the jobs and skills of the future tracking the pace of change. It aims to shed light on the pandemic-related disruptions in 2020. Now let's hear each of the four different versions, one after the other, to see the changes. The Future of Jobs report maps the jobs and skills of the future, tracking the pace of change. It aims to shed light on the pandemic-related disruptions in 2020. The Future of Jobs report maps the jobs and skills of the future, tracking the pace of change. It aims to shed light on the pandemic-related disruptions in 2020. The Future of Jobs report maps the jobs and skills of the future, tracking the pace of change. It aims to shed light on the pandemic-related disruptions in 2020. The Future of Jobs report maps the jobs and skills of the future, tracking the pace of change. It aims to shed light on the pandemic-related disruptions in 2020. So what else can the modules do? You've got something called the Assistant, is that correct? Yep, uh, it's called the Audio Cleanup Assistant. And um, so um, up until now, uh, we have all these uh, different tools. Each, one pl each plugin solves a different kind of problem regarding the audio. But, uh, you know, sometimes the problem when having 
as you said in the beginning, um, a recording that has a lot of um, um, flows. For example, it may suffer from background noise and reverberation and excessive sibilance. And uh, let's say that you're not experienced enough to detect all those problems. So the first challenge is, okay, now I have all the error plugins, which one should I use? And uh, if I get to know which plugin should I use, uh, which is the correct order? Uh, to avoid all this fuzz, um, that's where the audio cleanup assistant um, comes into play. And uh, you can just open this plugin. There are several presets, uh, curated presets already built in. So for example, your recording may suffer from noise and reverb. You can find a bunch of presets uh, around noise plus uh, reverb. Uh, you can use them as a great starting point. You, you can start tweaking the, um, the parameters and you can even save uh, your own uh, preset. So you can recall it every time you, for example, do your weekly podcast or something. And uh, other than that, there are also presets based on the based on an, a real user uh, scenario. So for example, let's say that you create a podcast. Uh, there are some uh, presets in there that uh, are around podcast. So you can just uh, navigate uh, through them, find the one that suits you best as a starting point, tweak, tweak it a bit, save it as your own custom preset, and voila, you, you just have uh, your own preset ready to be recalled uh, at any time. Excellent. So in a voiceover scenario, as long as everything remains constant, uh, the room, um, your position on the mic, uh, the, the background noise, etc., actually using that preset can save you a lot of time. Yep. You don't have to, do, to go over the same procedure every time. Excellent. Um, so we also recorded uh, another, another piece as well, which was recorded on a decent mic in a decent environment uh, in a booth. Uh, but it's still, you know, far from perfect and very purposely uh, kind of created some issues in there. Uh, the first one was uh, inconsistent dynamics uh, on the microphone. Uh, although generally I would say to the voiceover, especially those who are starting out, try to, try to um, work on your control of your own dynamic range so you don't suddenly have really loud words and, 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 and then going right the other way towards being too quiet um okay in software you can adjust that through applying of compression or um, manual you know draw it on automation which would be my go-to on, on something like that i think generally there's never any substitute in that regard to doing it in a manual way but you want to avoid that so you know work on it at source as we were always saying um, but what we did with this one uh, Stelios was to apply well, what you did with this one was to apply voice leveler, correct? Correct. Yeah, as you said, uh, there were um, some uh, serious uh, level inconsistencies, although it has been recorded with a decent mic and uh, in a decent environment, in, in actually a, a good environment. Um, so, yeah, instead of just going uh, purely manually and adjusting all these little gains in the timeline and probably spent around, I don't know, half an hour at least to correct everything and make it sound, e sound even. Uh, yeah, I just used voice leveler. I uh, increased the main processing knob and uh, yeah, everything turned out to sound great actually. So yeah, just, um, just a note here. This has nothing to do with uh, compression. Uh, 
This means that it does not compress the louder parts, so you have plenty of headroom to uh, increase the quieter ones. It's quite the opposite. Uh, it tries to increase all the lower part, parts uh, to match the louder ones. So yeah, the result is, I can say it's pretty much natural and nothing, um, you, you, don't get, you don't get all that color uh, and compressor uh, can give you. Interesting. I just assumed that it was a type of compression. Nope, not really. Okay, let's have a listen to the first version followed straight away by the processed version. The Future of Jobs report maps the jobs and skills of the future, tracking the pace of change. It aims to shed light on the pandemic-related disruptions in 2020, contextualised within a longer history of economic cycles. The Future of Jobs report maps the jobs and skills of the future, tracking the pace of change. It aims to shed light on the pandemic-related disruptions in 2020, contextualised within a longer history of economic cycles. So if you're someone who drops the ends of your words quite, uh, uh, quite regularly, that could be a very useful tool for you. What would, be, what would you use next? What, what are we using next on this next version of it? Okay, now that we have uh, consistent levels, and uh, just a tip here, um, make sure that if you're using voice leveler, before using voice leveler, if there's any background noise, in this case, there wasn't any background noise, make sure to use noise remover first. So you avoid, uh, you know, voice leveler increasing all the background noise as well. So, but on this recording, we were, uh, we were fine. So now that we have, um, balanced and uh, balanced levels uh, I could use voice auto EQ so I could I could uh, make the whole uh, file a bit more vivid a bit more bright and um, you know a bit more produced so yeah EQ is something that uh, many users tend to be afraid of uh, especially the ones that uh, are not familiar with uh, what an EQ is and um, have no, for example, uh, audio background. So what we tried here is to abstract all this tedious process, you know, with the parameters like gains and bands and factors and slopes and all this kind of stuff and uh, let the users have an EQ really simple, really intuitive. All they need to do is just press the learn button the EQ will automatically listen uh, to your audio. This will take um, about five or uh, five to eight seconds. And uh, what it actually does, it's um, it's correcting. Uh, basically, it's fixing all the tonal inconsistencies uh, in your file. So, for example, let's say that you sound a bit muffled. It will take care of it. It would it will make the whole recording sound like it was recording in a decent uh, room with a distant microphone. So after that, it's up to the user to, you know, just experiment with a really simple control and find their sweet spot uh, in just a couple of seconds. So yeah, voice, voice auto EQ to spice things up. Let's have a listen. The Future of Jobs report maps the jobs and skills of the future, tracking the pace of change. It aims to shed light on the pandemic-related disruptions in 2020, contextualized within a longer history of economic cycles. So next up was applying a de-esser. Now in that recording, and for me generally, uh, 
over over sibilance is not something that I suffer with too much. And I know a lot of voiceovers really do. But the 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 tool within your range is is your DS at all. So how does that work and when should they be applying it, etc.? Yep, thanks for asking. So the DSR pretty much does uh, what it says. It removes, it attenuates uh, all these harsh S's. Of course, uh, if um, if you don't suffer, if your voice is not sibilant, you don't have, um, you don't need it actually. But uh, there might be some cases where, for example, if you're using voice auto EQ, uh, voice auto EQ could or could not boost. Uh, some of those sibilant, uh, some of those frequency uh, parts where the sibilance already exists. Uh, so if, again, trust your ears, if you hear something uh, weird uh, and you and you start hearing exagger- exaggerated S's, you can start, you can just um, drag and drop uh, an instance of the uh, just dial in some processing and you're ready to go. Um, yep, that would be it. For me, the... The time I feel like I, I suffer with that as a problem is on as actually on a CH sound, chew that kind of thing, and, and really only on particular mics that I use, um, so I avoid using them. <laughs> and you know, could your could your DSR um, work for for those sounds as well? The the CH sounds, the harshness there. Mm-hmm. Great question. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, for that type of uh, let's say consonants. I would say that uh, the broad mode, uh, right below the main processing knob, there is a mode selector uh, for the DSR as well. So for uh, the traditional harsh S's out there, the normal mode could do pretty well. But if you tend to have a lot of that SH um, harsh sounds, the broad mode uh, could perform a lot better. And then finally, you applied the voice deepener which is a very, very useful tool for male and female voices. I used it on a project recently, but talk us through that one. Exactly. Yeah. So um, we've, all been th- we've all been through this experience when uh, we record our own voice and then we listen to it and we say, whoa, why do, why do I sound like that? And this is expected because when uh, you listen to your voice while speaking, you get all this low end while your whole body is actually resonating. So if you want to maintain uh, this warmth and this um, low end, voice deepener uh, is a great uh, way to, um, to to achieve. So yeah, you can go, you can just turn your voice a bit more soothing, uh, a bit warmer, you know, so, sound like, um, um, sound like you're closer to the microphone and stuff like that. So if you if you want to do uh, this kind of processing, I would recommend using um, voice deepener at low processing values. Let's say um, something below forty percent might prove um, really well. It will it will also help female uh, voices to you know get this extra uh, body, let's say this extra warmth to their voice without making them sound uh, male or um, you know overprocessed. But uh, also voice deepener is a great tool if you want to achieve this, you know, the movie trailer voice effect, like uh, this summer and this movie will come out and stuff like that. So, yeah, if you want to go for something a bit more dramatic, you can, uh, use, uh, you can use voice deepener, just set it at a higher processing uh, level and you will get all this uh, dramatic uh, epic voice. 
Great. Excellent stuff. All right. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on uh, with, with us uh, on this Stelios. Thank you. Uh, it, obviously, where, where do people go to, 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 uh, to download maybe a trial uh, of the products and, uh, and what should they do first? Yep. Thanks, Guy, for uh, having me here. It was uh, really, uh, I had a really great time. Uh, yes, users can just go to our site. This is akishans.com. They can just download and have a free, uh, have a 14 days uh, trial and play with all the plugins. Uh, the trial is fully functional, so users can go uh, over all the plugins and just uh, listen to them. Um, and yeah, I hope uh, I hope you like them. In episode eight, the final in this first season, I'll be discussing with myself what are the essential and desirable skills of a professional voiceover artist wanting to create, develop, and sustain in this competitive industry. I'm Guy Michaels. Thanks for listening.